0: The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway Show, where we talk about a myriad of topics with very interesting people. Today, I am so glad to have on the show Mr. David Taylor, who is the Director of External Relations and Supervisor of the Mailroom. And, and, and David, thank you for joining us. And that is quite the diverse title.
1: So... Yes. <laughs> How does that work? Well, um, that's a good question. <laughs> the uh, The event uh, director of events usually comes first, I guess, and then the mailroom. Um, but um, yeah, I um, juggle both during the day, so I'm helping students with working on the mail, and then I'm I'm jumping over on the phone and we'll, talking to.
0: We'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, but I like to ask everybody the same question. So okay. for those out there listening who may not be familiar with you uh what i always ask for people is to give me a brief history of yourself from sure. birth to sitting in that position right where you are so i will give you the attention and go
1: okay all right so well i was uh, born and raised in louisville kentucky mm-hmm. and um was there until i graduated high school and um I went to uh, the Youth Performing Arts School while I was in Louisville, which was uh, a newer school at that time, which I won't say w- what year that was, <laughs> but it was so uh, performing arts, a long time which, ago. performing arts,
0: which area of performing arts?
1: Uh, I played cello, piano, and organ. Nice. Do you still play? I don't play cello anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came to Wesleyan, we didn't have any programs that supported that at the time, and um, so I just uh, took piano and minored in organ. Okay. So, okay. So... Uh, but anyway, it, uh, Performing Arts School, which was a great experience, by mm-hmm. the way, it was a great high school. And it's right next to U of L in Louisville. And um, after I graduated from there, I was undecisive. I actually was thinking about going to Camelsville College. And, um, But I was playing the piano in a Methodist church at the time. And the pastor and his family, uh, they were moving here to West End Heights United Methodist Church. Um, Charles Rogers. Moving to Owensboro. Right. Yes. And so he was trying to get me to come here. And uh, I was able to get a Methodist Scholarship that they mm-hmm. were giving out at the time, and um, so he uh, talked me into it, and I came to Kentucky Wesleyan. and His son was one of my close friends, so okay. we uh, we got to go to college together here. And um, and that was in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, that was in 1984. Right. All 1984. right, 1984. And um, actually, my first year here was Dr. Diane Earle's first year. So I was, I was going to with, ask
0: if you're playing piano, you had to have been yes, a student of
1: I was her. First First student, I was her first audition. Wonderful. Yeah, Indeed. and uh, so we had a good time. So it
0: must have gone well because she stayed connected with the institution up until just two years ago. She did. So you you started things off nicely for her.
1: Yeah. well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was a challenge, I'll be honest. <laughs> she she would get frustrated with me, I'm sure because uh she was such she'd gotten her doctorate degree like at 26 years old and you know, and she yeah. was she was uh just wonderful, you know, and so um but I give her a lot of credit. She she um definitely was an inspiration to me and um, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Um <clears throat> but then at Wesleyan as I was here, I kind of felt called to ministry. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Dr. Robert McIver, I don't know if you know him. He was the choral director at the okay. time. Okay. And, um, he, I remember the day I was auditioning, I didn't sing at all when I was in high school. <laughs> so all I did was play. And, uh, he said, let me hear you sing. I'm like, you know, I don't sing and he said, Well go ahead and I did and he said, yeah, you're gonna be able to sing by the time you leave here. Oh, ah, and, okay. and uh you're gonna be in the choir and I was okay, you know. So <laughs> so then as uh he started working with me, then I could see where maybe I could lead lead music in a in a church and so I actually did that full time for a good while. And um And where were you when you did that? When I we was at Walnut position. Memorial uh, Baptist Church. Which, right here in Owensboro. Right here in Owensboro. Okay. Owensboro. Well, my first church full-time was Parish Avenue Baptist, which is a different name now. It was over okay. on Parish Avenue. And then- And um, were you
0: still a student at the time or had you graduated?
1: Uh, I was still a student when I was at Parish Avenue. I think I had graduated um, already when I went to Walnut, okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And- um, so, when I started Walnut, Walnut used to be down on Walnut Street. Okay. And it burned. It's where the uh, Daniel Patino shelter is now. Oh. And um, that was the gymnasium and the educational building, and the sanctuary was next to that, and it burned. Um, back in, uh, I think it was 90 or 91, somewhere in there.
0: And you had nothing to do with that on the No. Side. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. And then uh, the church just decided to buy, which was Owensboro Christian at the time, which mm-hmm. is now our activity center. Oh, okay. That was Owensboro Christian. So right
0: on the corner of
1: Frederica and College Drive. hmm Right. And so then Walnut purchased that building instead of building downtown. Okay. And they sold that down there and we moved out here and then the church began to grow. So I was there for 15 years. Okay. Full time there, right next to the college as well. And uh, but when, did, and did you have much interaction with the college during that time? Uh, a little, a little, mm-hmm. not a lot really. Um, but uh, I had the singers over to sing and okay. things like that, but we didn't do a lot of things together. Not, not quite as much overlap. Right. Okay. Right. Right. And um, so, but I met my wife when I was in college here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing a church part-time over in Sacramento, Kentucky, and um, met my wife, and uh, she had gone to Georgetown College. Okay. And uh, she had come home, and we met, and we met in, which is short. I tell the students this, and they're like, what? But we met in uh, September. And got engaged on New Year's Eve.
0: Oh, my goodness. That and, was quick. And
1: married on May in May. <laughs> so very quick, yeah. And how long have you been married? Uh, 34 years. So it, it works out it perfectly out. well. Yeah. Yeah. And we have three children, um, three boys. And uh, getting ready to be a grandfather well, in January. Yeah, okay. thank you. It's a little girl. So I'm excited about that. But coming to Wesleyan was was a great experience. And while I was here, you know, I think that's what shaped a mm-hmm. lot of my. Uh, direction in life and, and so and I we we were able to do a lot of nice things. Uh the choir went to Europe when mm-hmm. I was here. Okay. And experienced that, uh which was very nice.
0: Yeah. They went to Ireland last year. Yes. So they, they did. continue that tradition which is always mm-hmm. good. Get students mm-hmm. out and then it also exposes the, the rest of the world to what it is Kentucky Wesleyan College can do. So right. you were at Walnut Grove. Walnut Memorial. Well, Walnut yeah. Memorial. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm thinking okay. of a Little House in the Prairie. Um, <laughs> and, and you met your better half. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And she had moved back to Owensboro, so you got she married had. here mm-hmm. after a a long, long romance. Yeah. And and then what <laughs> did was that your last step prior to coming to Kentucky Wesleyan College?
1: Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I guess it was um, actually when we married um you know I was I, I take that back because I was uh we married in um 89 and I didn't graduate till 90. okay so, yeah um uh, well I walked the line maybe in 89 and got my diploma <laughs> in 90 I was on the long plan oh, that uh, but I met her and we I took a semester off or you know and um but we did ministry together for okay. that time period. And she's also a singer. And um, we didn't have children for 10 years. Okay. First part of our marriage. So that's a little bit unique, but then we had our boys when we were in our thirties. Okay. And so now we're older parents, well, I guess, you know,
0: that is becoming much more common. It is. Yeah. It wasn't quite as common when you did it, but it is much more common now. And, and where do your children live? Are they around here? Are they more yeah.
1: scattered? Yeah, fortunately, they're close here. Uh, my son, Ryan, um, graduated from USI mm-hmm. and met his wife there. And uh, they married uh, about three years ago now. And um, that's the one who's having the baby. Nice. Okay. And uh, they live here uh, in town and he works at uh, Don Moore uh, Automotive. Okay. And uh, then my middle son is still at home, um, but soon, I think, to marry, maybe next okay. year. And my youngest son... Also uh, has a significant other and they're engaged. Okay. So all three of my boys have a significant other. And so. Uh, Someone to keep
0: them on the yeah, right they, pathway all live and here. And
1: they all live here in Owensboro. Yeah. Well,
0: that's, that has to be good.
1: It is right. good. So, yeah. We're nice. very pleased with that. Yeah.
0: Nice. So after all that time. What brought you back to the college?
1: Yeah, that's that's good. Well, I worked in the mortgage industry for 13 years after ministry. So I was at U.S. Bank and uh, was a mortgage loan officer. And... Um, when the rates started going up and the economy started changing, mm-hmm. uh, they started letting go of a lot of, wow. uh, of of loan officers. And so I was one of those. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, Scott Kramer and I went to college here together. Mm-hmm. So I knew Scott and uh, we, my church now is actually really- Was he
0: RA? Uh, no, he was-, okay, it was because, because Scott tells different stories about him being an RA it, yeah. than the students who were in his residence In his, hall right. when he was an RA, I, I was I, just going to ask if you had a little dirt on him, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll
1: pass by. No, then. I actually don't. All right, he'll be happy to hear <laughs> I that. I didn't know him all that well, but I knew he played baseball. Mm-hmm. I knew that, and uh, he graduated before me okay. a little bit, okay. so. But we didn't. Our paths didn't cross that much, but I knew who he was, and uh, so. <clears throat> whenever I lost my job, uh, I noticed that um, a position here had opened up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was almost going to retire early. I thought about just doing that, and and. Calling it, you know, and maybe just working part time. Sure, but then I thought, you know, I'd love to give back to the school, and um, I, I love the students, and maybe can, you know, just um, help Wesleyan's calls, you know. And so uh, Scott decided to hire me. So yeah, so that's how that happened. And um, so the split between director of
0: external events and and the mailroom. Mm-hmm. How did that come about how did that come about and how do you balance those two very dichotomous event areas
1: Yeah it's a juggle sometimes because uh, I'm always meeting folks to to look at the building and mm-hmm. and talk about their event and so I've got to leave the mailroom but I uh, I have a really good group of kids this year that are working the mailroom and so um, they can handle it quite well and so I I feel confident when I'm leaving you know that that they can handle it but so I'll I'll uh, leave the mailroom to go work with someone on on an event or um you know, if we've got something that we need to that needs attention, you know, we can I can get away. But, yeah, it's it's hard sometimes um, being on the phone in there, you know, waiting on the counter with the mail and then uh, uh, also talking to someone about an event. You know, sure. so sometimes I have to call them back, you know, but it's a juggle. But where, where do most events
0: on campus take place?
1: Yeah, actually, you know, our our new activity center, which mm-hmm. used to be the church, um, uh, the Jack T. Wells Center is rented Quite often. You okay. know, a lot of people, it's a desirable building. Uh, people really like that. I think we've had three weddings this year uh, already. And, uh, you know, just you, you name it, there's all kinds of events mm-hmm. that, that are uh, coming in. And our Panther Room over there, and then Rogers Hall in okay. Winchester. Those are the three main desired, you know, larger rooms that okay. that people like to rent. And what, time you, you mentioned
0: weddings. What other type of activities do you see coming into here? Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people, when they think of a campus, especially one like Kentucky Wesleyan College, where you have the campus for the students, they think that the majority of events taking place are really just the college events. But, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. As you uh, Otherwise, we, you know, that's what we need for you, is to, to take care of all the external events that are taking place. So what type of things happen on campus?
1: Sure. Um, you know, we have a beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, people do like to come and and, and um, you know see the campus uh, be part of it we have a lot of events in the summer uh, camps we have um, we have an um a group that I think has been coming now for over thirty years, the Christadelphians. They're okay. a, uh, a Christian group that comes every year, and they rent the campus for uh, a week every year.
0: And they actually uh, stay in the residence halls, do they? They not? do. Okay. Yes, they do, and they so stay. it's not just renting public spaces or, or uh, uh, I guess what we would consider kind of a public space, where mm-hmm. you know, the auditorium, Panther Hall, but also renting the residence halls.
1: Right, right. They do, and um, now that we've remodeled Kindle, which mm-hmm. is very nice now, they they enjoy staying there uh, <laughs> a lot. So. Um, yeah, we have different camps coming in. We, of course, a lot of athletic camps. Um, but yeah, we have, and and, and um, I wish I'd have brought my list. We have a ton of different groups. But I'm trying to think of one. Uh, I know the Owensboro Dance Theater. They they use it uh, for some bigger events. The YMCA uses it for banquets, and um, you know we've had the Kentucky Colonels use the mm-hmm. uh, uh, use it. We've had. Um, uh, just, you know, you name it, different type groups. We've had um, people that actually families that come and use our uh, Panther Room for their family Thanksgiving or Christmas. And Just getting together.
0: Now, the it, Panther Room has—Panther uh, Hall has its own uh, catering kitchen. Is that
1: yes. used often as well? Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Okay. Most people that, like, that rent the Panther Room, especially for events like that, love to use the kitchen. Okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's connected with a roll-up window, and uh, it's very handy for those type of events.
0: So you mentioned you have— several students working in the mailroom with you and you had done mortgage uh, business for 13 years. How was it getting back into the flow of working with students again?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I was thinking, you know, this will kind of be tough because the students, I'm older now, you know, maybe I can't relate or maybe they're just going to be kind of rude or whatever. I'm telling you, it was totally opposite of that. The kids are looking for um, just someone, some some guidance and and just someone to talk with when they're coming in to check their mail and uh, I enjoy getting to know them, encouraging them. That's the thing. They'll come in, man, I just did bad on that test and I'm, you know, and I, I just try encourage them, you know, and say, Hey, it's, it's all right. You know, you're going to, you're going to do better on the next one, you know, whatever. Um, But I enjoy that, but, and the kids seem to respond well to that. And I was kind of surprised, you know, but uh, I I love the kids and they're, they're a lot of awesome. The the ones that I have in the mail room, we're kind of like a little family now, you know, and, and I think they, they uh, enjoy, we just had a little Christmas get together too, uh, this past week before they leave. uh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, so that was nice. I would say
0: the students keep us young. They do. Yeah, they they teach us new vocabulary words. They, they, they <laughs> yeah, keep us they up to date do. on all the new all the new dialects. So it, they it, it do. Works out well.
1: Yeah. I teach them all the time. I said the is you know there will be kids coming in and they'll say, oh, did you hear this or did you hear that? And, you know, they're, not that they're gossiping really, but you know, it's kind of I said it's kind of like the beauty shop of the campus. You <laughs> know, they're yeah. coming in and sharing <laughs> you know about their friends and stuff. It's it's pretty neat. Yeah, neat experience. Well, that's good. And you've been here for what two years? Yes.
0: So, mm-hmm. you yeah. enjoying it as much now as you... I am enjoying it. Yes, Good. even more so. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, I love it. I just love the act, the interaction. I was in a cubicle for 13 years. Yes. <laughs> so, <had> no inter- <laughs> so, it was a big switch to yes, come back to a, more of a... Yes, a...
0: cubicle, nobody talking to you, to, <laughs> to the center hub of campus. <laughs> yes. With everybody flowing in.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And But I, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm enjoying That's it. That's great. And I love all the staff and faculty and, and the students this year. Just, they're great kids. And... <laughs> What
0: is one of the biggest changes you've seen from the time you were here as a student until now that you've come back for the last two years?
1: That's interesting because I I talk to the kids all the time. They're asking me those type questions Mm -hmm. all the time. And it is pretty interesting because... You know, back when I was here, we didn't have cell phones. We now, had a pay phone in the hallway on Kendall Hall, and we had to wait in line to call our yes. our parents or our girlfriends or, you know, whatever. Uh, it was uh, very different. We didn't have computers. So to actually study for a test or, or do some research, we couldn't just pop up Google and do some research. We had to go to the library and find the book that would tell us yes. something about that and uh, and a lot of times if the other kids that are in the same class had checked that book out and you can't get a hold of that right. book. So, right. you know, there was challenges that, uh, that our kids today don't have right. and they can turn their work in online and, you know, it's just, it's a lot di- very different, very different.
0: And with that, I do not disagree. I, I remember, I, I think computers were just becoming useful. When I was an undergraduate. Yeah. And it went from, I remember mean, you, you had to put in the two five-and-a-quarter floppy disks. Yes. And then one uh, of my senior year, they got an internal hard drive, which was the biggest thing ever. Yeah. But you could only store Word and Excel on the yeah. hard drive. It didn't have room for anything else. Right. So you still <laughs> had to insert your own floppy drive. Yep. And the five-and-a-quarters, for people who aren't familiar with five-and-a-quarter floppies, it was like a very uh, uh, fragile mm-hmm LP. And most it, people won't know was. an LP too, or a CD or a DVD, very fraught. And, and but it was, <laughs> it was actually floppy.
1: It was, hence the
0: name. And, yeah. and if they bent, they wouldn't read. So yeah. we would have to do assignments. That had to be saved on these floppy disks and then they had to be turned into the professor. And you had to make sure that it didn't bend or get cranked or because the whole thing would be unreadable. And since you could not store any of your information on a hard drive because they they weren't, you lost everything. Yes. And it uh, it was amazing. So uh, that has changed. I I do worry sometimes with, with the information that students have to filter so much more than us.
1: That's true. Yes. Yes. And when you Google, you do and if yeah. you if
0: you google us politics, you'll get over fifty million hits inside Exa- of a yeah. second and what is real, what is not what is mm-hmm. readable what and, is yep. what should be thrown out and mm-hmm. and, and I, so I, I think in that aspect, it's become a lot harder for them to yes. try to discern.
1: I didn't think about that, but good that information is true. from bad information. That is true. Yeah. Yes, and I, I've actually heard them talking about things like that yeah. in the mill room because they they'll study sometimes when they're they're not busy, and um, looking up information and all. But yes, I. I I remember getting, I, I was around when they first came out with the word processor. Oh, yes. It yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. was kind of like a typewriter, but you could backspace over one line before yes. it. <laughs> you know, we thought that was the greatest thing. You know? so, the, the, the
0: first computer I ever bought had a 20 megabyte hard drive. Yeah. And four megabytes of RAM. Yes. And I was uh, in the Department of Chemistry, and we were a bit of a geek. So we were able to get a program that allowed for us to double the RAM using some of the hard drives. So I had eight megabytes of RAM. <laughs> and you know, now we're into terabytes, and yeah, it's just it's amazing. Crazy. But it's yeah. just funny. So different. David, we are actually out of time. Okay. And, and this has gone very quickly. And thank you so much for coming. I'll have to have you on again. We'll have to talk about all things computers sure. back in the, in the early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> but uh, as my guest, and thank you so much for taking the time. I know how busy is your day I'll, always. Uh, but as my guest, I always like to uh, give you the last word. What would you like to say to those listening to us today? Wow. Um...
1: Well, I'd say Merry Christmas since we're <laughs> in the holidays, but, but, um, I would say to our students, um, you know, i i I'm very proud of our students. They're so, they're so smart. I, I, that's what's yeah. amazing to me. And there's, you know, they're really, um, amazing students on campus. And I, I, I think it's awesome if some of our adults could get to know our students you mm-hmm. know even closer uh that would mean a lot to them and um they are they're great they're humans and i remember when i was here and, and, and some adults that did take interest in just guiding, you know, giving me some mm-hmm. counseling here and there made such a difference. Yeah. Uh, I, and I can remember those people, you know, and they meant a lot to me. So I, I would say, and, and then to the student, you know, uh, seek people out if you're, you know, don't, don't do this alone. You know, uh, there's other people that would be glad to encourage you and be there for you.
0: And that is great advice and a wonderful way to end the show. So for everybody out there, be good to each other and most importantly, be good to yourself. And until next time, goodbye. The preceding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC or Kentucky Wesleyan College.